Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Two of our quarterbacks prop series here on the Prospects and Props podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you once again on the show. Uh, part two of what's going to be a three-part series here. We've got one more episode after this one. A lot more quarterbacks for us to go through and break down uh, their passing yardage props and their passing touchdowns props. And if maybe you're stumbling just across this episode and you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, back up, hit the pause Shame. button, rewind, uh, go Shit. listen to I mean, episode number one of this series because we have a bunch of other quarterbacks that we talked about. Please do, but you can technically listen to these out of I mean, it's, it's not, we're not telling a story here, right? I mean, it's not like yeah, a television like we're, series we're, we're, where you... We're breaking down a bunch of different quarterbacks sure. in the show, but like you could finish listening to this one and then go back and listen to the other one. Don't miss the other ones because there's, by the way, there's value. some really good value yeah. bets that, that we're going to talk about, we talk to you about. But you can listen to these out of order. So don't, don't panic. Don't stop what you're doing now. Heck, just get you know, buy another phone and listen to both at the same time. I don't care how you do it, but just make sure you listen to all the shows if you want to yeah, get all sure, of the information. Sure, and buy the whole separate phone to do that. I don't know why you couldn't just use another device in your house to be able to do that, but sure. Jamie just went to the extreme of buying another phone. Yeah. Okay. Venmo uh, on, me for oh. <laughs> on that note, let's get into this, Jamie. We've got eight quarterbacks for us to discuss here on the show today. And we start uh with potentially one of the biggest names in the sport at the position, Josh Allen. And his- oh, Daniel Jones. Josh Allen's numbers for 2023 season. See, again, this is why you have to go See, back. And I, I guess you had to show. listen to the See, last episode to get the joke There's a bit that's now. playing out now that you didn't understand. Now. So this is why you go back and listen to the other show. for you. Listen to all the shows. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, passing yardage well, number free, four, damn it. 43.50 and a half on the passing yards, 32 and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie, I always like to provide the historical context here. You provide your projections for the upcoming season. When it comes for Josh Allen over the course of what has now been his five seasons as the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, he has only met this number twice, 2020 and 2021. Was close last year, 42.83 yeah. on the on the yardage, but it hasn't gotten there uh, more often than not. And then on the touchdowns, 32 and a half each of the last three seasons. Uh, he has gone down in touchdowns over the last three seasons. In 2020, it was 37 passing touchdowns. In 2021, it was 36. And in 2022, it was 35. So there's a downward trajectory oh, wow. there. Well, uh, Chris, are you saying he's going to throw a 34 this year? He might. He might only throw 34 touchdowns this year. But he does have a track record over the last three seasons of sailing over this number. Uh, Jamie, I-, I would love to hear your thoughts on this because I don't know what your projections say for Josh Allen, but I do know your personal feelings on the Buffalo Bills for 2023. You and I are both of the belief that this team is going to take a step backwards and maybe not as good as they have been in recent years, but I don't think that's going to be because of Josh Allen's play. And so there's a kind of a, a catch-22 here of how you want to look at this. So I'd love your thoughts. Yeah, and look, his yardage prop at 43.15.5 is too close to comfort to my projection. I am at 44.36, so we're talking 80 yards or 86 yards difference between. So that's probably a stay away for me. Um, I, I My thoughts on the Bills are more so of like the exterior pieces that have – the attrition that has hit this team relative to the last couple of years, whether it's at linebacker, whether it's in the secondary – uh, and whatnot. And the fact that we're still entering another year where I don't feel like they've got a anything more than a below average run game uh, to support Josh Allen. They still don't have I, I well, I think Gabe Davis could have a real bounce back year. Uh, I just can't, can't really call it a bounce back year. A bounce back year relative to expectations, but like can really have the breakout year people were hoping for last year. 
we don't have a proven secondary pass catching option for him behind Stefan Diggs, who apparently is mad at him anyway. So like all of these things that are, that are held here. I, I know the Buffalo bills, whether it was the DeMar Hamlin incident or anything else that and there were other things that happened in that community, the shooting in the community the year before had a very trying year last year. The and blizzard. I, I, the blizzard. And a lot of uh, things have the, happened in the Buffalo shooting, the, the DeMar year. Hamlin incident. Yeah. So I, I understand there being a thought of like, this team had to overcome a lot last year, and maybe that that is why they fell short of expectations. But I also think they're clearly, in my mind, at best, the third best team in the AFC. Uh, they can't beat the Bengals, and the Chiefs are better. And I just have a little bit of concern about this team being a 13 or 14 win team. I still think they're they're a 10 or 11 win team. You know, and I don't think either one of us think they're terrible, but no, no, it's no. relative to what people expect. But I still think you're going to get a lot from Josh Allen. I still think you're going to get the rushing touchdown upside because they have to. That's their their best way for this team to have success is Josh Allen running the ball and Josh Allen running the ball near the goal line. So I think you're going to get all that. You know, touchdown-wise, you, you've you've listed that he's gone over three straight years, and I think he'll go over for a fourth straight. I haven't projected to get 36 touchdowns this year, which is over the 32 and a half. I don't really see why he wouldn't, uh, other than he's sitting out for injury. Uh, as you and I just discussed, I don't think that this is a team that you're at risk, as we talked about with Trevor Lawrence in the last show, potentially sitting out week 18. Oh, they're going to need every game. Uh, they're probably going to need every single game. Not and just for so, seeding, but it might be for the division. Correct. So I think you're going to get, barring you know an injury, which you can't really predict, I think he's going to be able to go over this touchdown total, but I'm staying away from the yardage. But you know if you listen to the first show, in order. Uh, so maybe you do need to listen to these in order. Uh I get a little bit more concerned about touchdowns just because touchdown percentage and the variance between all of that can be more significant than usually yards per attempt are. Uh, but if I'm on this bet, I'm liking the over on, on that and on passing touchdowns and staying away from passing yards. Uh, Joe Burrow, the next quarterback for us to discuss here on the show, the passing yardage Ooh. number 44, 25 and a half and the passing touchdowns 33 and a half, and this will be the third year. good numbers, man. This is the third year that he'll be the starter, and so I'm going to discount his rookie season where he only started 10 games. And, Jamie, if you just look at the last two years in which he's been the the starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals for the course of the entire season, uh, he's hit these numbers both years. Uh, 44-75 on the passing yardage last year, 46-11 in 2021, 34 touchdowns in 2021, 35 touchdowns in 2022. I don't see the volume changing. This is the way this offense likes to run. They've got Jamar Chase. um, They've got uh, T. Higgins. They've got Tyler Boyd. They've got an explosive pass-catching group, and they love to use those guys. Even though they got Joe Mixon in the backfield, they're still going to throw it. I don't think the volume is going to change. I mean, his volume jumped up last year from 520 attempts in 2021 to 606 in 2022 yeah. i don't i see him slotting right in there once again and so for me i, I think these are both overs yeah I, i'm at 583 uh for attempts but I, I think these i have his projection slightly over on both but it's too close to comfort for me i have 4561 uh which puts him at about 130 something yards uh over the total and then i have him at 35 touchdowns which is a, a touchdown and a half so this is a stay away from me. I think these are pretty sharp lines. Uh, I think this is a reasonable expectation for him this year. Still has all his weapons. Still is an ascending team. And look, this is what he has done whenever he's been able to be healthy and have the opportunity to, throw, to, to sling the ball around in Cincinnati. So uh, uh, it's a stay away from me. Like these numbers a lot. Uh, and, and again, I, I think you're looking at a 44, 4,500 you know, yard season with 33 to 35 touchdowns and really strong for fantasy purposes. Makes him a top five quarterback for fantasy. Really strong purposes as as they look to be the top team in the AFC 
and and I will say this, I'm picking since excuse me, I'm picking Kansas City to be the, the top team, but if there's one team that doesn't have a bugaboo with the Chiefs and that isn't afraid of them, the Cincinnati it's Bengals. Bengals. Yep. And so that's that's the one that I uh, I hope we get to see that in the AFC Championship game again. Uh, Bengals Chiefs at, at some point and, and get to see that opportunity present itself once again. Probably with a little bit more offense this time around than it was a couple years ago when when that was the the matchup. But uh, I'm really excited for what they can do this year. But uh, even as excited as I know a lot of Bengals fans should be, probably stay away from this one. I feel like these are pretty sharp numbers. Uh, Jamie, I have no idea what to do with the next player we're going to talk about. I don't have a clue. Uh, Dakota Rain Prescott. Dakota Rain Prescott. The numbers on him, 40, 50 and a half on the passing yards and 26 and a half on the touchdowns. And when you look at the historical context of this, Jamie, he's only hit the yardage numbers twice, 2019 and 2021. And those just so happen to be the same two years that he's hit this touchdown number of 26 and a mm-hmm. half. You've got that, yeah. that you have the start of his career, 2016 through 2018, which he was healthy and played in all 16 games and didn't hit these numbers. And then the two years recently, 2020 and 2022, in which he didn't hit these numbers, it's because he was hurt. So this is just a huge mixed bag for me. I've got years yeah. where he's played a full season and hasn't gotten to these numbers. I do have two seasons where he's had, but I've also have two seasons, two of the last three seasons where he's injured and missed extensive periods of time. Jamie, this is a stay away from me. I just can't I can't wrap my head around what version of a Dak Prescott I'm going to get. Is he going to be healthy? And even if he yeah. is healthy, am I going to get an, a, enough production to be able to hit these numbers? So I'm staying away from this. This to me is just a bet simply on health because I think that the, vo- the volume of this passing offense is going to be one of the most in football. Like Dallas and Kansas City, is, as we've talked about all these shows, their passing volume is going to be in a tier of their own. I projected him to play 15 games this year. So two missed games. And okay. I still have him flying over these numbers. So if you're willing to bet that there's not going to be a month plus long injury, I think there's a lot of value here because in 15 games, I have Dak Prescott throwing for 4,400 yards and 31 touchdowns. I really like the crew that's around him. I think this is probably the best group. Of guys. This is a better group of guys around him this year than there were around him last year. In terms of pass catchers, even without Dalton Schultz there, just because I think the upgrades at wide receiver are significant and again, Michael Gallup's another year removed from that ACL injury. The question's going to be is how many games do you feel confident? And this this is really a bet on injury because the only reason that you would avoid this or bet the under is because you think he's going to miss a handful of games this year. Because if you think he's going to play most of the entire season, he's going to fly over these numbers. Uh, speaking of missing a handful of games, we can discuss our next oh, quarterback, God. Tua Tungavailoa. Yeah. Jamie, you have to explain this one to me. I don't, I don't get this. The passing yardage number thirty nine fifty and a half. The passing touchdowns twenty six and a half. The three years that Tua has been a starter, he's never completed a full season, and in each of those years, he's never gotten close to these numbers. Maybe you can say last year where he got to thirty five forty eight in the yardage and twenty five on the touchdowns where he was close. 10, 13, yeah. and 13 are the games played for Tua over the first three years. You want to, you, you, the exact argument you made about betting on health with Dak Prescott, I can buy in. I've, ha- I've had multiple seasons where I've seen him play 16 games. I have not seen it with Tua where he has played a full season. So until he does so, I don't know how I can confidently bet one way or the other on any of these props. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at too. I mean, I, I projected Tua in mind only to play 13 games. That's just what I felt comfortable with based on his prior history. Uh, and in those in those games, he doesn't reach these totals. 3,650 yards, 24 and a half touchdowns. Um, so again, this is once again a bet on health. We obviously saw him take strides as a passer last year. He's got a lot of quality weapons around him. But 
your guess is as good as mine. Is he going to play 16 games? Is he going to play 13? Is he going to play eight? Is he going to play four? I don't know. No idea. Uh, and I, I, so I would stay away from this because I don't like, I'll put it this way. Here's my personal philosophy. And then obviously people out there can do whatever they want. Clearly. Part of the betting experience for me is I find it enjoyable. Yes. My goal is to make money. And at the end of the day, the more money I make, the more fun I have betting. But I also don't want to bet on things that I don't want to happen per se. And so to me, if I'm taking the under here, I would be actively rooting for an injury. And I personally, as bad of a human being as I am, don't feel comfortable doing that. I'm going to use one. Okay. I'm going to use a timeout here. Tua Tungavailoa is the perfect player for weekly passing props, more so than he is season passing props. Correct. You know he's going to play. If yes. I know two is going to play, I'm absolutely yes. going to look at what his passing yardage number is on a given week. Mm-hmm. But because we don't know about the health, I cannot bet on a season-long passing prop. But more Correct. often than more often than not, Jamie, I think when and we're going to do this during the season, we're going to have our shows where we both give out what we what we like for the week. I think oh, more yeah. often than not, one of us is going to come to the table on a given week when two is healthy and say we think that number's priced too low. I think I had last year almost every week I had at least one Miami prop. Somewhere. That's how much we like the Tua, Tyreek, Jalen. Right. Like I, I had a prop somewhere uh, on Miami. I think that's going to happen again this year. And again, I, and I want to be clear. I don't think you're a bad person if you bet the under because you think he's going to get hurt. I'm not saying that. I just right. – it, it doesn't become a, an enjoyable betting experience for me. And quite – you know what I mean? Like I, I think that's the – because there's sometimes where I think lines are mispriced and then my enjoyment comes from the books are stupid. And if I'm betting the under. Obviously, you've been in the over, you're rooting for a player to do yards and you can have your weekly thing there. But this is the case of like, I don't think the the, the, the numbers are reflective of, I'm not sure how many games he's going to play. And it's not just that he's been hurt, it's head injuries. It's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So 100%. Uh, I, this is a bet I'm staying away from. Kirk Cousins, the next quarterback for us to discuss. These are some lofty numbers, Jamie. 43, 73 and a half on the passing yards, 28 and a half on the touchdowns. But we talk about health. This guy's the epitome of health. You go back to the, the, the time he took over in Washington t- till now, the lowest amount of games he's ever played in a season is 15. The guy's on a stretch right now of three straight 4,000-yard seasons. Um, he had 4,500 passing yards last year in the first year with Kevin O'Connell as his head coach as the offensive play caller calling play, so that's a good sign. Um, he's hit this number, which is what, 43, uh, 75-and-a-half. Yep. He's hit it twice in his career. Uh, last year with Minnesota, and then his, uh, his second to last year in Washington when he had 49-17. So a bit of a mixed bag in that regard. When it comes to the touchdowns at 28.5, you got to go back to 2019 to, five, to find a year in which he hasn't done it. Four of the yep. last five years he has gone over. I don't know, Jamie. I look at this 2022 season. I look at the passing volume that this team has. I see Dalvin Cook being out now. I, I don't see this passing volume changing all that much, and I see these as over-candidates. Yeah, and, and that's where my projections have him as well. I'm at 4580 uh, in passing yards, so that's that's a little bit over 200 yards above, and 32 and a half touchdowns, which is four above. Um, he's he correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. He's still got Justin Jefferson, doesn't he? Uh, let me just uh, <clears throat> let me just look over here, Justin Jefferson. And yes, let's be realistic. A- Adam Thielen's role in this offense was considerably muted last year relative to what it's been in years prior, uh, particularly late in the season. So he's been able to put up these numbers without him. 
I know you're really excited about the addition of Jordan Addison as offense. We're both excited about KJ Osborne having a little bit of a bigger role. TJ Hawkinson. A full year of TJ Hawkinson, right. which, which is not an insignificant piece. is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. And this defense is bad. It's not great. It's not great. So they're going to they're gonna give up a lot of points, and they don't have Dalvin Cook anymore, which means I think they're going to throw the ball a lot more. I'm not running to the window for this, but I do like both overs. So I'm going to use one. I'm going to use my second Damn, one second on the show. I'm out already. Because okay. I'm going to do the thing that everybody loves when we do it on the show, and Jamie hates it. We're going to have a production meeting here on the show about something, about a future oh, episode. Okay. I have been kicking around this idea of us, okay. after we get done with all of these series, doing shows where we draft win totals and we draft props that we like. And we, we actually like, and so if I take a prop, you can't take the same prop. If I take a win total, you can't take the same win total. And we could put together things that we're rooting for throughout the season. And so I would love for us to take some of these, these props and do a draft at the end where we draft our five or seven favorite uh, props and we battle. This is a, this is a phenomenal idea. We'll have to do a little bit of, of, legwork to make sure it's not overly confusing particularly in audio format but i love this idea okay fantastic fantastic so, so yes at some so, point like jamie said he's not going to run to the board to draft the kirk cousins prop but he might if the board falls yeah, well, in a certain it, way. it's like yeah like to your point we talk about like drafting i'm like there are going to be a handful of props i would bet first yes but but if i, I take like them all, both of these yeah. over so like I'm not a millionaire i can only bet so much money on so many things you had a good draft season though you had a good draft season i did you did pretty well i'm a thousand air you're a thousand air yeah, I think I'm now up. Like the last two draft seasons, I probably banked. I don't know somewhere between seven and eight k. Folks, I, I listen. We we did we did a bunch of shows in the lead up to the draft about this. But if there's something that you're going to want to pay attention to on this show, it's when we get to next draft season because we're going to be all over it. Things are not priced well. We both did well. I called out some and, things that, and, yeah. that were great. And just, you and had some of it. You have to be on it like an advance. You got to be so early. Head. You got to be early, and you got to get a good price. Um, all right, Jamie. This next quarterback. Well, I mean, what's there to say about this next guy? This will be a okay, very so, quick conversation. Uh, this, this is this is your segment. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're, you're, you can do what you Derek want. Derek Carr, uh, thirty-eight hundred and a I'll half. Sit back and relax on the yardage. Twenty-three and a half on the touchdowns. Um, the touchdowns. I, I would stay away so from. So Chris, you're going way over because he's going to throw for five thousand yards and forty-five touchdowns. So right? I, I, that's, the that's the touch happening. the touchdowns. I would stay away from. I think 23 and a half is a very well-priced number. These are his touchdown totals over the last couple of years. 24, 23, 27, 21, 19, 22. That goes all the way back to 2016. So it's a bit of a mixed bag. Some years he's over, some years he's under. I would stay away from this one. 3,800 and a half passing yards? Are you out of your mind? Have you lost your mind? Do you watch Derek Carr play? He had 3,522 passing yards last year because the Las Vegas Raiders sent him home. He couldn't play in the last two games. He would have flown over 3,800. And then, <clears throat> let me just let me just look here. Uh, you have to go back to 2017 to find a year in which he didn't go over 4,000 yards. He had uh, one, two, three, four, four straight seasons of 4,000-plus yards, was a 4,800-yard passer a year ago in, in Vegas. Going to probably have the best supporting cast he's probably had in his career, I would say. Overall, running back room, offensive line, uh, the defense is better. I, the best supporting cast he's ever had in his life in New um, Orleans. Well, if you include the defense, yes. I would say there were periods of time where the, the Crabtree, Cooper, um, Raiders contingent, that that offense was comparable. But put sure, up, put up good point, put, yes. Put up good numbers with those guys, too. So it's not like he, you he know, he's got a pretty good track record. Uh, he did. This is, this is an over for me. This is going to be one of the things I draft. 3,800 and a half, I think, is completely mispriced. I, I do. So this is going to pain me, Chris. You agree 100% with everything I just said. 
I agree on both counts. Um, I'm staying away from the touchdown because my projections have him at 23.2 touchdowns, which is very close to 23.5. It's, it's very um, close, yes. But but I do have him surpassing 4,000 yards. Barely, like 40-30, but like I do think he's going to be a 4,000-yard guy. Um, I, I think if they get anything from Michael Thomas this year, that's a it, he should get to 4,000. Chris Olave is really strong. She, Rashid Shahid, say that three times fast, really started to come on late last season. Uh, I, I like the combination of tight ends that they got there, even if it's not elite, but Jawan Johnson and uh, Foster Moreau. Like those combinations, he'll have part of a season to throw to Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. So uh, I agree with you. Again, the, but uh, this is, I feel a lot like Kirk Cousins I do with this one. I know you're, you're running to the, the window of this one. I'm not running, but yeah, this running. is one I like. Uh, the yardage running. total, I'm absolutely staying away from that. I'm, I'm running to this one. Um, Jamie, I think we're going to make some people angry with this next player. Geno Smith okay. is our next quarterback for us to discuss here on the show. 3,900 and a half on the passing yards, 26 and a half on the touchdowns. Contextually, Jamie, I don't know what kind of historical data you would like me to provide here. I can tell you that in 2022, as, the, we did last year, as the starter for the Seattle Seahawks, he had 42, 82, and 30 touchdowns. To find any good sample size of games that Geno Smith played before that, you have to go back to 2013 and 2014 when he was the starter for the Jets. In those two years, he maxed out at 3,046 yards in 2013, and the most touchdowns he had was 13. This season in 2022 is the statistical outlier of all statistical outliers for Geno Smith. I'm on under on both of these, and can I tell you why, Jamie? The last four weeks of the season for Geno Smith, here were his passing yards numbers. 238, 215, 183, 213. We have talked about it on this show many times. The passing offenses that the that the, the Seattle Seahawks were able to put up for a good stretch of time in the season fell off a cliff towards the back half of the year. That concerns me greatly. This is a team that is still going to prioritize running the football. It is what they are yes. going to do. So I'm out on this. I'm under on both of these. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I will be happy to be wrong on this one. But I'm under this on is, both of these. This is probably a stay away from me um, just because I don't feel as confident making this projection as I would with quarterbacks with bigger sample size. Um, in terms of this touchdowns, I have it right on this number, essentially. I have it 27 projected. It's 26 and a half, so that's an easy stay away. Um, I do have him throwing projected for 4,000 yards this year, uh, and so he would technically fall in that same category that we just talked about with, with Cousins and Carr. But I feel I have a much longer history to trust my projections with Cousins and Carr versus what I do for Geno Smith. And I, as just anecdotally, I'm not sure I trust what I saw from him last year. And I'm not sure we're going to get that again, even though you like the weapons around him. It is a run first team. This is probably just a stay away from me. Like, I would not be shocked if Geno Smith hits these numbers and and throws for 4,000 yards and 26, 27 touchdowns. But I'm not sure I feel confident enough based on just literally just last year uh, to bet real actual money on it. The last quarterback for us to discuss here, Desmond Ritter of the Atlanta Falcons. The numbers on this one, uh, 2,600 and a half on the passing yards, 15 and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie, this is a guy that played four games last year, threw for 708 yards in those four games and had two touchdowns. Now I will tell you the, the pace that he's on. Let me just do the math real quick. One more time. Okay. So just so I make sure. His his 17 game pace based on the four games he played last year was 3,009 yards. Okay. That was his season pace based on what he did last year. I like the over on this, Jamie. I do. This is just a, again a question about whether or not you think he's a starter for the year or not. Um, low passing volume is a concern. Uh, I have him at 500 attempts for the year. I, but these numbers are really low. 
like even my projections, I have them at 3170 for passing and 20 for passing touchdowns. The this is literally just a bet on do you think Desmond Ritter is going to start the vast majority of the season or not? Because if you do, then I mean, Chris, take 2600.5 and divide it by 17 for me. Uh, 2600.5 divided by 17. Is that what you asked me to do? That is. That's 152.9 yards per game. Okay. Like he did that in three of the four starts that he had last year. Yeah. But also, like that, that's that's a number he's gonna hit. Like that's a low number. So this is really just a bet on whether or not you think he's gonna lose his job to Taylor Heineke or not. That's really it, right? I mean, that 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 is the conversation here. Because if you think he's gonna be the full year starter. Not that he's going to be sensational, but like 3,020 is very doable for him if he's a 17-game starter, even yes. with a low passing volume, yes. even, I think, with the low upside skill set that he's got. Well, and, that's, and that's why his pace last year in that passing volume, which isn't going to be much change from what it was last year, was 3,009 yards. It was well clear of this number. Yeah. So, so I'm not betting on Desmond Ritter personally. I understand why. I, I get it. I, I, it's going to pain me when I when I submit the. This is literally bit, if you think he's going to be a starter for the season, then you're not thinking about it. You're taking the over on both because right. they're, they're really low numbers. They're it's a low bar to clear. Talked about this a little bit on yesterday's show with Anthony Richardson. Well, that like, that you, the, yeah that and one that's for make, different reasons. You're worried yeah. about when he's going to start, not necessarily when he might lose the job. But this is this is a games played bet because these numbers are criminally low. That's it. All the names, all eight names for today's show. We've got some big names still left for tomorrow's show. Come on back and see us talk about Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett, Jared Goff. Those are the names we got on tomorrow's show, so it should be a good one. Some of those names are not like the others. Come on back, see us again tomorrow. In the meantime, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast. Helps us continue to grow here on the show. We do greatly appreciate it. You've got the video version of the show as well over on the YouTube side of things. Give us a thumbs up over there. Comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you get notified when videos go live there on the channel as well. So one more quarterback prop show for you on uh, this week. And then we got a a running back show, I believe. Got a running back show. We've got takes on takes. It's a fun week. And then we got got more. And then in following weeks, we've got more running backs. We've got wide receivers. Props on props on props right now is what we've got. There's things everywhere. It's called prospects and props. We've got props everywhere the next couple of days here on the show. So more quarterbacks. Props everything. On tomorrow's show. Come on back. See us again. In the meantime, hope you guys all have a good one. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.